Okay, so so check this out. Oh God! Do you yeah. know what Lance Stroll's real name is? No. He it's a, it's not Lance Stroll. Okay, he is Lance, but Stroll is not his real surname. No, he'd have to no. pay for that. That's DLC. <laughs> it is Strolovich. So his real name is Lance Strolovich. So where? How does that make sense then? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. So Lawrence Stoll is actually Lawrence Stranovich. Okay, yeah. I, I can sort of see it, but it's still very odd. It is odd, but I don't know. Maybe there's a reason behind it. I don't know. So yeah, that's not his real name. No it's like idea. an actor. He's got a, a stage name. I knew he was a paid actor. I knew nobody could drive a Formula One car that bad. <laughs> and welcome to the <laughs> to the One Hundred Seven Podcast uh, with myself, Jacob, and my co-host Ash. Uh, this week, there's so much happening. We're going to be recording for hours, aren't we? I know, loads, loads to talk about. Mm, hot, <sighs> juicy goss of of Formula One. Yeah, uh, lots of uh, holiday talk. Honestly, what Charles is doing on holiday. Two semi-interesting things have happened. One, very sad, um, is that Toto has broken his arm skiing. Was it skiing? No, bike riding. Uh, bike riding, bike yeah. Riding. I think they're in Austria because it looks very similar to what we drove through. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it'd be Austria. And he is um, Austrian. So, uh, yeah. speedy recoveries, Toto. So, and... Uh, um, he just replaced it with a robot arm. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. And then uh, Christian Horner's dog passed away, unfortunately. So, which is obviously uh... always very sad. Um, that is when uh, when a dog passes away. So my thoughts are with Christian and his family, and I mean that genuinely, unironically. Um, always a sad time. Dogs but are the best. Dogs are the best. Um, but we obviously have some Formula One based stuff, and I also have. I didn't tell you about this pre-recording, so I also have some quick fire, like would you rather Formula One questions for you as well. Oh, those never go well, but okay. Yeah. So also, can I just say? Mm, Despite the fact that these guys drive 200 miles per hour, mm. racing wheel to wheel, incredibly dangerous, it seems to be that bicycles are like an F1 driver or an F1 team personnel's kryptonite. Exactly. Fernando had an accident. Lance had an accident. Yeah. Toto's had an accident. Mark Webber's had an accident. Yeah. I'm sure there are a few more. It's just oh, like. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. But put, put them in a car going like 150, 200 miles per hour around a corner. Sorted. Easy. So, all in a day's work, literally. Yeah. Put them on two wheels. It's like, whoa, whoa, Can't whoa. Can't handle it. Because <laughs> uh, I'm pretty I, sure in their contract, they're not allowed to do stuff like motorbiking. No, they're not, no. Stuff like um, that. I don't know if you saw, but Oscar Piastri was at the at the MotoGP British... Yeah, Lando was there as well, right? Oh, I didn't know he was there, but I, I know that Oscar was there. Was there. And Oscar put a photo up on Twitter of him on one of the bikes, and his mum responded to being like, "Don't you dare get on that bike!" <laughs> and just, it's just, it's so good, it's so good. Um, uh, yeah, that's, that's uh, proper. He's such a baby; you can kind of expect his mum to be like, "Don't you dare do that." How old is he? How old is? He? I, I suppose I think, like twenty-one. I think he's he's the youngest on the grid because they did that grow the grid, didn't they? Uh, um, he's twenty-two years old. Yeah. April 6th, 2001. Logan Sargent is younger. No, slightly uh, older. Sorry, slightly older. He's 22 still. uh, I'm surprised. Oh, yeah, it's a year later. I'm surprised Mr. Red, White and Blue wasn't born on the 4th of July. What a loser. Right, anyway. Where did uh, that come from? That's just mean. (laughs) Just saying, if you're a true-blooded American, you're born on the 4th of July, obviously. (laughs) 
Uh, oh, gosh. So, um, but yes, yeah, so we have so, the F1 Commission report. Yes, so throughout the season, the Formula One Commission comes together and they talk about what's going on in the world of Formula One, what can we change, what needs improving. I think they do this around four times a year. Um, I can't remember when the last one was, but yeah. But anyway, um, it's definitely something that we should talk about because they do it. I say we should talk about it. It's like every work meeting ever where a bunch of people say stuff and nothing happens. <laughs> Quite literally but, with tire blankets. like <laughs> Yeah. So just to kind of summarize, there are some key things here. So the tire blanket removal, which they're doing for cost purposes and being more environmentally friendly, has been delayed to 2024 as Pirelli do some more investigation on what it will actually be like for the cars. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing because we've seen how many incidents happen into turn one. Mm. But do the tire blankets really provide that much heat when they do a formation lap? Because... So I, I will give you a little bit of insight because this year they've had to turn the heat down. Right. Um, and I think it used to be a lot warmer and it used to make a big difference. Um, right. Okay. And I can imagine it from the pit lane for pit stops because <clears> they literally take them off at the last second and then yeah. put the wheels on. I I personally don't see the issue with tire blankets as far as i'm concerned if you want to have tire blankets use them i think it's actually safer to have them than to not have them and i'd much rather you know some penguin not have quite enough ice to sit on than some drivers <laughs> smash into a wall at 200 kilometers an hour because their tires weren't warm type thing you know um also i would argue it's on pirelli to make the tires keep heat more or warm up quicker so, but we all know how bad Pirelli are at making tires. So they only do what the FIA tells them. <laughs> Literally, yeah, they are FIA merchants, um, so, as far as I'm concerned. Don't blame Pirelli. And that's our Pirelli sponsorship out the window. <laughs> Bridgestone, re- Bridgestone. If you're interested, if the money's there, <laughs> um, I think it would make it interesting in terms of strategy. Mm. Because if you've got no tire blankets, the undercut probably wouldn't work as well because you're probably going to spend more time yeah. getting heat into the tires. Yeah, I, I can see that. I would like to know what the actual cost effectiveness of it is and what the you know, environmentally friendly savings are because it doesn't seem to be much. I, so. I, this really upsets me because I, I fully understand that we need to be a more sustainable sport, blah, 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 right? But at the same time, how many helicopters were flying into the British Grand Prix for important people that would use like ten times as much petrol as the cars do during the during the entire race? And that was just one event. Or the logistics of driving everything through Europe five times and then flying it to Canada and then flying it back all the way to Europe and stuff like that. Like we shouldn't be looking at tire blankets or using sustainable fuels. Yes, using sustainable fuels is very good. But it should be everything else. It should be it should be the other stuff and the logistics because that's the real killer, as far as I'm concerned. I would be down for sustainable fuels if they say, okay, you can bring them back uh, bigger engines. Yeah, V8s, V10s. Yeah, um, get that sound back. Well, actually, apparently, Mercedes are working on getting their new V8s for the C63 and something else. They're working on new V8s. Yes, because there was a huge backlash. Yeah. <laughs> Because they went for four-cylinder. 
yeah hybridized engines mm. and i think sales must have just completely dropped off because... they must have done yeah so they're and looking now, at bringing the v8 back because they've also looked at audi and bmw who still have the v8s and like oh crap you know yeah so that'll be interesting so yeah they've deferred that to uh 2025 yes so it was supposed to come next year Another interesting one is power unit equalization. So I'm yeah. going to read this word for word. Now tell me what you think. Right. The FIA has been analyzing the P performance of the cars during the first half of 2023 and mm -hmm. concluded that there is one such notable performance gap between competitors. Now, do you think this is a team ahead of everyone else or a team behind everyone it else? It is 100% a team behind and it is 100% Alpine. A hundred percent. One hundred percent it is Alpine. Oh gosh. Alpine are, who else uses... screwed their engine and they've gone. No one oh, else uses Renault engines. No one else uses Renault engines, do they? No. Because Honda are Alpha Tauri and Red Bull, mm. Ferrari are Haas and Ferrari. Mm. Mercedes are over a few teams. Mm. So yeah, it must be the Alpine. Team. It is. I, I I'm ninety nine percent sure it's Alpine because I remember seeing a few rumors as well that it was Alpine. They were like quite a bit down. <laughs> um, yeah, but like it's just honestly, I don't like Renault Renault slash Alpine engines. <sighs> because the funny thing is, they used to be one of the better engines back in Vettel's era. Mm. Um, from well, even then, I think Christian Horner talked about the relationship of, and about their engines not being where they wanted them to be during that even time then? as well. So yes, he did. Yeah, he he spoke quite ill of them after the contract had ended. Um, really, that's interesting yeah. because they were better on fuel economy and power. Because I remember in 2010, Fernando couldn't get past was it Vitaly Petrov in the Renault? Just didn't have the straight line speed. Yes. That was Abu Dhabi, where he lost the championship. And then 2011, they worked with the Renault to get the exhaust blowing um, optimized. So it's interesting that he would say that. that yes, he, he he did come out and say that. I can find you the YouTube clip of him. No, no, I believe it. you. It's just um, interesting. I can I can understand from 2014 onwards. That's very well documented on mm. Drive to Survive. But yeah, before that. So yeah, it makes sense that it's probably Alpine. And like every other business meeting, they're going to have another meeting to discuss what they should do about yes. it. Yes. Do you want to carry on reading? Because there's a bit more. <laughs> uh, well, they referred it to the Power Unit Advisory Committee to bring back proposals on equalizing performance. I think the other power units uh, manufacturers like Mercedes and Honda are kind of in favor of equalizing it. I'm definitely sure Red Bull are because they're like their strength comes from aero. And with them coming with new engines... Uh, in a few years, they probably were like, wait, we don't want to take a step backwards. So yeah. having the performance equalized is good for us. Yeah, not necessarily but, a bad thing. Not necessarily a bad thing, because otherwise we could end up with another Mercedes 2014, 2016 kind yeah. of dominance where they're just so far ahead. Like that's not happening now, but... <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, yeah. Um. Yes, and I think one more thing I wanted to pick up, because this is a good positive, is updates to the 2026 car. So they're looking at making, making the cars smaller and lighter, which is going to do wonders for racing. Mm, yeah, I think, obviously, the big issue is that the cars are too big. It's difficult to make moves stick. By having them smaller, and I'm guessing more nimble as well by being lighter, 
that should improve racing around tracks that maybe shouldn't be on the F1 calendar, <coughs> Monaco. But, you know, we shall see. But I'm glad they're taking that kind of feedback on board and looking at what they can do with it. So, yeah. Um, the other couple of things is preseason testing is allowed to take place outside of Europe um, just before the start of the season. So they will stay in Bahrain. And there was a little bit around the procedure around standing restarts, um, which the gist of it is standing restarts are going to be dictated really by the race director. Um, but one interesting thing that they did say is, do they put a limit on how many they have throughout the race? And is there a lap limit where like after a certain lap, we will not have standing restarts? So, I mean, standing restarts are are good and interesting, but mm. it could happen like Australia this year where it's like, oh, just a couple of laps left. We have a standing restart. You're just going to have everyone piling in. Yeah, especially with the time penalty that Carlos had. I think that yeah. really compiled it and made it even worse. So it could be something like post halfway through the race, we don't have standing restarts anymore. Yeah, the I think if they said like 75% of race... If yeah, there's already been a, a standing restart. We won't have one. Um, I think that, that makes sense. Funny. Just from, yeah, from a safety perspective, but also, like you said, if you get given a time penalty, like Carlos did, yeah, and you have a standing restart, you basically have however much of the grid behind you just ready yeah. to overtake you on that five second time penalty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, so they do these throughout the season. We'll look forward to the next one. I'm sure it'll be another meeting about another meeting, but. Uh, yeah, some interesting things coming and some somewhat good changes coming, but we'll have to see it in action to see if it really makes a difference. Yes, absolutely. Cool. Anything else you wanted to comment on that? Nothing, really. It was all just mainly just just standard bits and pieces. There were some other updates, um, I'm sure, um, but nothing groundbreaking. No, it's, like, it's just a meeting around a meeting, but... It's interesting to see how they see the future of the sport. So, mm. Yeah. Fun times, fun times. Yes. Um, you can tell it's summer break. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and uh, speaking of breaks, um, I have some breaking news. Nailed it. Oh, uh, gosh, um, the puns never end. It wasn't they? a pun. That's a segue. Uh, but so apparently F1 is looking into banning the use of DRS for the for the duration of qualifying which Good. you've mentioned a couple of times haven't you i have yes uh and so i think that in all honesty i think a lot of people have said oh well then red bull won't be as fast and blah but you've got to they're, remember they're, that they're still every what? single car won't be able to use drs yeah so they're, they're still fast without uh the drs yeah yeah, exactly. The DRS is not what um, makes them fast. Yeah, so. I I wouldn't be overly worried, but I think, and we said this when we were, you know, talking about the podcast and like talking about what we're, what we're going to talk about today. Um, I said that they shouldn't bring it in for uh, like the rest of the season. They should do it if they want to trial it. Trial it. Don't trial it um, for a normal um, quality. Maybe though, maybe try it for a sprint race. Do, yeah, no. do no DRS for a sprint race quality. Why not? Do it in Austin, because Austin is a sprint race, right? Yeah, but I think just 
the original idea of just don't make any changes this year. Yeah, I'm happy for a one-off. A one-off, I'm more than happy with. That's absolutely fine because, you know, you're playing around with it. You want to discover what works, what doesn't work. And it's a real-life world example, right? You don't want to say, let's not do DRS for the whole of next season and then it'd be a complete shambles. I doubt it would be, to be completely honest. Um, But I I just think that let's let's leave this season be, test it, see how you get on, and then look at bringing it in for next season. I think that's my only thing. They shouldn't, you know, change it like they've changed tire compounds halfway through the season, which is also bad. Um, but yeah, yes. that's, that's no. just my opinion. But you you said that you haven't wanted people to use DRS because... It's just, it's just wrong. You'd mm. only use DRS in the race when you're overtaking someone. So True. why would you use it during a quali lap? Mm. Quali lap's just about pure car performance Mm. why and it just i don't know it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me it's just like have the car out no changes whatsoever just go out do your quickest lap laps and it's done so i think and i know there was a lot of stuff about you know uh red bulls drs is more powerful etc but at the end of the day they're the same for every single team yeah yeah exactly you know why why have it on just keep it off let them race and and you're good to go so yeah yeah it's it's been a very weird rule because i know when they brought out drs you could use it uh in qualifying in every part of the lap that you could mm. and then they stopped that for safety reasons and it's just like the drs zones but you only get into a drs zone when you're within one second of the car so just go out and do it yeah no i i still think that drs needs to be looked at in terms of it's almost like ers or you can only use it once per lap because that would stop the DRS trains. You could only use it. So, for example, it doesn't really help during Monaco, yeah. uh, where there's only one DRS zone. Uh, make, it, make the tunnel a DRS zone. That will go down very well. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think that there's, you should only be able to use it once a lap, because then we would get rid of these DRS trains. It would be a lot easier for people to overtake. Um, and it would be more tactical, I guess, especially because it's a lot easier to follow in these cars than it was previously and that was the reason why drs was introduced was to help overtaking because it was so difficult to follow the cars so if it's now easier to follow the cars drs should be weakened yeah and then sometimes you get that issue with multiple zones is someone uses drs to overtake and then the car behind gets drs and they just overtake back again so it's like didn't really do much so like i said multiple zones it can stay, but just use it in whichever you think is best for you at the time. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, DRS. I like it, though. I like it. I, th- so. I think it's fine. I think that a lot of people who say, like, oh, it isn't proper racing and stuff like that. I mean, I think it's fine. It's just it's the same as, you know, using nitros, I guess. <laughs> It's it's the same sort of thing, or like changing your end your your fuel mix from medium to lean or lean yeah. to rich or whatever it is. It's just it's just another setting and it's another device. I think it's fine. But um, also, you need to get within one. You have to earn it. Yeah, you, have you do to get have to within earn one, it. Yeah. yeah, one second of the car in front of you. So yeah i i sometimes think it gets a little bit more hate than it deserves but i think it's done well for racing so mm. yeah let's uh but like i said it's one of those things where you just keep looking at it and looking at it to make sure it's optimized and 
I think it went a few years without them doing anything, and now they start to look at it and saying, "Is it really the best for racing?" Yeah. So exactly. we shall see. We shall see. So uh, now that that's over, I have some fun questions for you. Oh, cool! Well, Let's I'll be go. completely honest. We've been recording for twenty minutes now, uh, and we need something to to fill up a bit more time. So why not? So <laughs> yeah, this is a, this is a sprint podcast. <laughs> this is a sprint podcast. Yes. Uh, so it will be a third of the length. Uh, so we actually should stop by now. So thank you very much. For, no. So I have some this or that. Okay. essentially like uh so okay so this is for you and then i'll let you answer and then i'll give you my opinion as well okay. um so lewis wins the 2007 world championship it was his rookie year he would be the only rookie to ever win the world championship although technically i guess the first season technically whoever won that season was a rookie because there had never been Formula One before. So, technical. Anyway. Um, that made no sense, but okay. <laughs> well, yes, it does. If there's never been a Formula One season, so technically everyone is a rookie because it's their first season. So, whoever wins that season. Oh, you're talking about the first ever? First Formula ever. One, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 1950. Okay. I thought you like, that's what you were still I'm on that about, history shit. So the <laughs> yeah, you know, way back in time. Um, so that's what I'm talking about. What but, year is this? <laughs> so Lewis wins the 2007 World Drivers Championship. Arguably, he should have won it. Thank you, China Gravel. Um, but that would mean that Kimi never wins a World Drivers Championship. Do you push that button? Yes or no? Because uh, I, I think say, that's harsh. Uh, I say no. I say no as well. I Although think Kimi, Kimi deserves a championship. Knowing what we know now and how many Lewis would win, mm. it's okay. And also, I know it was his rookie season, but he tested that McLaren so much, he knew that car inside out. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, well, I'm going with Kimi has the 2007 World Championship. I think that's the correct choice. But I have a feeling that a lot of people would potentially have picked to have Lewis but I, I think it's one of those things where you have to look at it right you've got to take off your Lewis Hamilton glasses and stuff like that it's mm. like you know if you can justify it fair but if he's doing it because you're a, oh, I like Lewis Hamilton it's like okay yeah. I can understand but you know I like Lewis Hamilton and I think you should have more championships but in that would you rather uh, I'm going for Kimi well it's obviously because Kimi won the championship in that year so yeah that's the reason why uh so next one alonso wins his 33rd race this year but he retires at the end of the season do you press that button oh because i know you're an alonso fan and i know you want to see him carry on and i i think he has a contract until the end of next year he does he's 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 confirmed for next year so it would mean no more alonso Nah, no. But do you press I, that button? No, I don't press that button. I, I'm I want pressing him back that next button. Year. I want him back next year. I'm I'm pressing it. Sorry, sorry. I'm pressing it. I think oh, I, th- yeah. I I think that he will have more chances to win next year. Well, uh, yes, uh, but also Max. Th- <laughs> yeah, but also Max. But yeah, I uh, I would rather see him for longer in the sport. He's achieved quite a lot. Yeah, I, I don't think. One more win means as much to him as having a chance at the championship again. Because mm. his dream is three. That's what he's wanted. He's wanted three his whole life because his uh, hero is Senna and he wants to match Senna. So, yeah, I'm going to say 
no win. I want the guy still in Formula One, and You're he still performs. Gamble. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to gamble. That's completely fair enough. Yeah, um, you got opposite. You I've gone opposite. Win. I think that 33rd win will be vibes, uh, and I think it's especially if he literally like if if it was like one of the last races of the season, and he's gone. I've won, but that's it. I'm retiring at the end of the season, and like completely mic dropped it. <laughs> um i think the vibes i think i don't think it would even, it would be, obviously be sad but i don't think it would be you know the worst thing in the world if that makes sense like, i feel like people would appreciate it so much he's finally defeated max he's won after like eight million years um so i think i think it would be fully deserved um it Pressure would be like you. setting off into the sunset type thing for him i think i think it would be a very nice send-off question for you um because I know there's always lots of driver rumors. It's a whole mm. science Audi rumor and stuff yes. like that. We, we don't really talk too much about those kind of rumors. 2024, mm. his contract ends. Sergio Perez's contract ends. Yes. Do you think Christian Horner would say, come on, come on. Let's see what you got. There's the chance. Is he, be- like, is he beating Max no, in the same car? I don't think he's beating no. Max. Um, but is he like, you know what? He's, he's, I think he's an upgrade on Sergio. I... I think that part of the reason why Sergio has been signed to Red Bull is financial. Um, And we both know that Fernando Alonso has a lot of good sponsors. Sponsors that are worth a lot of money to a Formula 1 team. And he has a huge fan base. He was an ex-Ferrari driver, multiple world champion, like... He he is. I mean, you, you've money. just seen it. Him just back on the podium, not even winning, back on the podium, just caused waves throughout yeah. the Formula One. So I think there's the potential for a one-year deal. Anything more so. than that is insane. Yeah. Um. Or they because obviously they've technically lost Daniel to Alpha Tauri. They bring him in as a reserve driver. No, I don't think. Uh, I don't think he would be... take it. Um, I feel like Fernando would probably give the Indy 500 another go. Just to complete the Triple Crown. try and complete the Triple Crown. Because why not? Why not give it a go? He could probably even link up with with McLaren, who are doing pretty well in IndyCar at the moment, and maybe give it a shot there. You, you, You never know um but like that's that's my opinion i Uh, i think they could they could give him a one-year deal a one-year deal would be vibes like like, all of the red bull haters would disappear (laughs) (laughs) um that would that would be incredible i i'd really like to see that for sure Um, i'm just thinking i'm just thinking like because i know they wanted to sign him before and i know there's all this thing about fernando and teams and disrupting but yeah i could see christian's you know, maybe you just might go for it kind mm. of thing. I, I can see Christian wanting it. <laughs> but like not I I feel like he would go, Oh yeah, I know I know Max would want it. 100% oh, yeah, 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 a hundred percent. Like and he would learn so much from yeah. it, absolutely. Um but like when you look at who else would go into that Red Bull seat, you've never had that someone that experienced. No. And you've never had multiple world champions in the same team yeah. at Red Bull, as far as I'm aware. Um, no, no Mark, Mark and Seb, Seb and Daniel, yeah. Daniel and Max. So it yeah. would be a real coup as well yeah. from, from the from from the Red Bull team as well. Like, yeah, I'd love to see that, absolutely. 
Cool. All right. Uh, Do we have any more questions? Yes, I have one more. Okay. And it's very fitting considering that you are wearing his hat (laughs) right now. It was. I also love. I also love Charles. So yeah, I'd love to. I'm going to try. I'm going to try and step. Depending on what the question is, I will try and step out and be neutral. But Charles, Charles is my boy. You're not. You're not going to like this. Oh no! You're not going to like this. Oh gosh! So, Charles, either one of red red pill blue pill okay he either wins one driver's championship with ferrari but never never wins again regardless of which team he goes for but he wins that one with ferrari or he wins multiple at a different team oh that's a good question like he wins like three so he wins let's say i'm going to pull it out of nowhere he wins uh, one at red bull and two at mercedes Oh, I'm gonna say he. Mm. I if I was this is evil. Picking, this is evil. Yeah, this has put you in a really the, tough position. I'm gonna say because it's Charles. Mm. He's a multiple world champion. He's because you know what? We you know when we say world champions, we never very rarely say what team they went up with. We just mm. say he's a world champion. He's True. a multiple world champion. I'm gonna say multiple world champion. That's what I want for Charles. Just as a measure of his talent. Yeah. That this is a guy who earned and won more than one. So I'm getting multiple, even though it's not with Ferrari. I personally believe that if you asked him the same question as well, he and this is my opinion, I think I would choose one for Ferrari. Really? And I say that for two reasons. One a world champion at Ferrari is worth a five times world champion anywhere else. It's Ferrari. You will you will be a hero forever. You just are. Like you you just are. If you've won a world championship with Ferrari, you are the man, right? And for the memory of his dad and Jules. I think Ferrari is just it would be it would be more wholesome and would hit See, closer to home. Because you said three, I would be like one for him, one for his dad, one for Jules. Yeah, true. Yeah, there is that. Yeah. That's um, what I, I I'm thinking. I, obviously, he loves Ferrari, but I think multiple world champion it, rather than single for Ferrari. I think he would go for the multiple ones because if you look at the greats like Lewis multiple world champion michael would be a great if he won multiple world champions outside of ferrari so yeah i'm gonna get multiple that's what that's what i want for for chuck fair enough i don't think there's a wrong answer there i I don't think so there's no wrong answer once Um, once you're a champion you're a champion no one can ever take that away from you if you never win one again you're always going to be a world champion yeah i mean i would also argue right like this is this is ridiculous, but I would also argue that Lewis, he's a seven times world champion. I don't think that's that actually that impressive. If you've done it once, you've already proved you can do it. So you've already just proved that you can do it again. So it's actually quite easy for you. It's not that impressive. But to do it like him <laughs> and Michael with multiple teams is yeah is insane. Considering how car performance differs, it's that's why I think like you've got to perform. In another car, yeah, to be truly considered one of the with greats different where, people around you. Yeah, so Michael's done it, Lewis has done it, 
um, Senna, even though he didn't win with any other team, has mm. performed well outside of that McLaren. Mm. Um, even Fernando, right? He's only won it with Renault, but he went to Ferrari, almost won it twice. Yeah. So I think you've got to do it in different machinery, with different teams. Not not even win, but come close. Yeah. Like, that put, a, make put you... a fight in. Yeah. Um, for, for sure. That's why I think that's the one kind of little bit of a black mark on Sebastian's. Because I know he did well, but he never brought it down to the last race kind of thing no. like Fernando did. So, But I do I do feel like with Ferrari, they were up against a undefeatable Mercedes. Yeah. That's that, I think, is the issue. Yeah, I but think. there's always that thing, like if somebody else was in the car, would they have brought it down to the wire? Because obviously Seb has made some mistakes. Mm. You know, we look at Germany. Um and then, obviously, his second half Hamilton, he just seems to turn it on, doesn't he? So there is that. But I think you've got to do it in multiple teams. You've got to perform in multiple teams. And I think that's, again, if Max doesn't leave Red Bull, there will always be that question. It's like, what would he have done at Ferrari, Mercedes, yeah, or any other team yeah. kind of thing? So, because it's like, oh, Adrian Newey and the whole Red Bull team of designers designed yeah. the fastest car. Yeah, Max, so, go go and win a championship at McLaren. Yeah, <laughs> show, him, or an Al- show him who's do, boss. Do it, do it in the Alpha Tauri. Do it, yeah. <laughs> go to Williams. Why not? Um, so, yeah, yeah. No, that, um, they were I'll my three yeah, quick go. questions for you. It was just something that I thought could be fun, um, yeah, and definitely yeah. have spurred on some different conversation as well that we've had to. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a good one. I'll, I'll come up with three. So my, th- I'll do some three for. The all right, cool. Episode. You'll do three for next week. All right. Yeah. Cool. Because I was, so, I was thinking about as well, like putting these questions up on Instagram and just doing some polls and stuff like that as well, and just yeah, yeah. go ahead and be interested and see what the audience see what knows. people think. Um, yeah, because especially that Charles Leclerc one, that one's tough. That's okay. a really oh, tough. That's one. all right. I, I have a question for you. Mm. You get into Formula One. Mm. You win a world championship, mm. but you never race for the McLaren team. Would you do it? Oh, you bastard. <laughs> so you'll be a Formula One world champion at any team, mm. but you never get to race. So I've for, just won yeah. the, the world championship with Haas. Yep. Kevin Magnussen sat next to me crying because I beat him on the last lap by one yeah. point. And Gunther's also crying. Gunther's crying with happiness. He's, he's happiness just punched, punched the and door. shock. He's uh, on the phone to Gene right now. Gene, you won't fucking believe what he's done. <laughs> we look like rock stars. <laughs> fucking rock stars now. <laughs> I. But you never get to drive for your boyhood favorite team ever. And not only that, oh. you the second place was Lando or Oscar, so you beat. So them. I beat the McLaren. It was <laughs> so me, me, McLaren. and me and Lando up for <laughs> yeah. the drivers' title, and he won. Uh, I won. Sorry. Oh, that's yeah. tough. Do you know what? I would happily do that, so long as I am like. I would happily turn down the drivers' championship if I won. A race with McLaren. Really? Yeah. So you would rather win a race with McLaren? So basically, mm. to your Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Wow. I would much. I would. I would not much rather. <laughs> I would rather win convincingly a race with McLaren, like British Grand Prix, let's say. 
in a dream scenario, British Grand Prix, I win the British Grand Prix with McLaren. You never become a Formula One world I champion. I never become a Formula One world champion at any other team or McLaren. I'm taking Wow. That. I love I fucking love McLaren. <laughs> there's there's no taking that away from me. If you'd have said oh. multiple world driver, I might have said yes. But No, but that was it. One just or nothing. the one. Yeah. I'm I'm ta- I'm taking the 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 win at McLaren. Oh my god! Easy. Wow. Easy. I think that's a shocker to end the podcast. Though. It's not even a question. Not even a question. So long as <laughs> I, I see, win I one race. Oh man! I, and I drive. I could drive for McLaren for. I'll do it for free. I'll pay them. <laughs> like I like just I mean, one race. Would you win. be happy at the back of the grid? Uh, I'm in a papaya car. I don't give a shit. Uh, I'm one of twenty. I, I, think, I think that would wear off very quickly. I'm one of twenty. I I don't think it. Yeah, I'll I'll overtake Latifi and you know who else. <laughs> um, no, I I I don't know about back of the grid, but you know what I mean. Like I feel like if I had a if I had a you know Daniel Ricciardo slash Lando if he'd pitted for wets situation, and I'd won one race, but just never win another world championship or never go on to win a world championship, I'd I'd probably take it. I mean, think of it like this, right? Because I'm also thinking post post formula one as well is you look at like you know yes you can be a world champion and that's all well and good but you can still do decent enough without being a world champion like look at mark weber look at david coulthard like you can still do it and you're still well respected i think so long as you're a well-respected driver then i think it's fine each to their own i'm taking it Oh my god! Well, what would what would you what would you rather do then? Would you? Would what you... champion? What champion? Any day of the week. <laughs> Any day of the week. Any day of the week. What champion in a in a Williams house Alfa Romeo above a top team? Any day of the week. Mm. You're a world champion. Mm. You were the best driver in the world yeah. over that season. You won multiple times. You got the trophies to show it. Not one True. trophy from a race, but right. I won. For the same team that Senna won for, and that means yeah. a hell of a lot. But nah, well, Senna left McLaren. Remember that? True. <laughs> well, he was gonna part. Yeah, that's a different story for a different time. But he was gonna wind up Jordan and blah 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 blah, and then we yeah. go down another rabbit hole. But you better come prepared with with three three hot takes. Uh, well, I already, I already gave you that one, so I've got three good ones coming. No, up. you've got three separate ones. Three separate ones, uh, for sure. But uh, but yeah. All right, cool. Well, there we go. Um, there we go. Let's be honest. It's it, 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 For silly season, this has been relatively straightforward and, and serious, to be honest. Nothing's really happened. Yeah. Everyone's um, on holiday. Everyone's relaxing as they deserve to. And uh, yeah, well, um, yeah. Actually, next week, let's just do like a little Q&A. We'll do a little Q&A, actually. Well, we do have... I've been doing some research, haven't I, around... You've been F1 doing a lot champions. of research. Oh, Jesus Christ. I've been doing, I've spent way too much time on this that any sane person <laughs> wouldn't have spent time on it. Um, but I've been doing some research around F1 champions, um, which I will reveal next week because I'm not quite finished because it's taken me way too long. Yeah. Um, also, we're coming up to 500 followers on the gram. We so maybe are. we'll do like a giveaway or something like that. Well, I have some stickers, actually. Like I have like actual oh god one oh seven yes, podcast stickers, stickers. Um, so. and we can you know we we have shirts I, I've never seen you wear your shirt by the way you bastard <laughs> <laughs> never seen that in shirt spent thirty quid on it 
But yeah, uh, first, I, I do I, actually I, have. I, I do wear it. I do. I just don't wear it on the podcast. Um, Embarrassing. Mate, I'm a fashion icon. Free I'm branding. Gonna... I'm currently, right, for, for people not watching the podcast, I am currently promoting Mercedes AMG Patronus Formula I'm promoting Ferrari and right? Charles Leclerc. Yeah, so... exactly, right? And you are doing that for free, right? Yeah. But you don't want to promote your own podcast. <laughs> Unbelievable. I wear it at the gym sometimes. So Great. And, yeah, I have and, and, and a couple of people... Bottle. On the a water couple, bottle. A couple of people who have FaceTimed me have seen me wear it. And they're like, what's that? <laughs> well, oh, let me you. tell you what it is. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. But yeah, I um, think... I think. Plus, you do such an awesome job with branding this podcast anyway. Oh, when thanks. you put it into your little thing. So oh, it's, it's I'm okay. less angry now. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, when, when are you never not angry? <laughs> <laughs> when I win a drive, driver's race with McLaren. <laughs> Um, I'll be there but I could have been a champion I'll no. tell you what I will be a world champion for a, for a Subaru Formula 1 team in a heartbeat <laughs> in a heartbeat give me a world champion in a Subaru but I never drive for McLaren easy easy oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> the only Formula 1 team to have a boxer engine <sighs> it was like All do right. you remember how wide like the the cars were like um the the side pods like at the beginning of last season there was one which yeah. had like ridiculously wide side that would be the super it'd just be the widest thing in the world oh god. oh my god right anyway let's do actually end because we've been nattering on for over 40 minutes now but um but yeah we will be back next week with some more shits and gigs i guess um, and hopefully we'll have some some hot goss from from the world of Formula Ooh, One. As well. I know what we can do next week. Ooh. We'll do Formula One hot takes. Formula One hot takes. Okay, yeah. sure. Um, I'm gonna find some, I'm, and then we're gonna absolutely divide the fan base. I'm gonna I'm gonna tease you one right now. Okay. Uh, uh, Massa washed, mate. Should have won. Should have won the drivers' championship. Idiot. Right. Let's stop recording before. Why are you so mean? <laughs> <laughs> right gosh end on some positivity but no thank you all for listening wherever you're listening please if you can like subscribe follow it means a lot not just in terms of just it really following does. us it just means a lot to us in general and that we're producing good content and we're sharing our formula one idiotic opinions uh with you and yeah if you don't follow us on instagram please do because we are sharing memes every day so i think i'm gonna run out of ideas but no, no, I'll you're, keep good. It going. you're good keep going i'll keep it going <laughs> but yeah thank you very much for listening and we'll see you all next week cheers everyone